0: Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. So, Exalt and glorify your name. Mm-hmm. We just come before you once again, Father, to receive instructions. And we're asking God that you grant us wisdom, understanding, and revelation. And that which is most needful for our lives through this world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. So we are still on access by faith, this part number four. Access by faith, part number four. I mean to again is Romans 5, verse 1 and 2. Through three, Romans 5, verse 1, 2, 3. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. We have access by this faith into this grace by which we stand and rejoice in the glory of God. That means through faith you will come to the place of not just rejoicing but receiving the glory of God which will finally bring joy to your life. Hallelujah. Amen. The word I says speaks about that which conducts you, that which leads you, that which takes you to the place where you are supposed to be, to be able to enjoy and experience the glory of God. Amen. So, and last week I've mentioned to you in Mark chapter 11, 21 to 22, we talked about God's kind of faith. Amen? I mean, when we did that, I mean, the 22 and so on and so forth. And Jesus was speaking to them because um, they were able to, I mean, he spoke to a fig tree and he withered and Peter came and said, I remember... In also, Master, behold, the victory with that concept is without the way. And then the next verse says, verse twenty-two, and Jesus speaking to him said, "You got to have the kind of faith or God's kind of faith." And Jesus answering said unto them, "Have faith, in who in God. Have faith in God." And I told you the word there means have God's kind of faith. And so there are different levels and different types of faith, but the faith that produces is God's kind of faith. I tried to make you understand when he said if your faith is as small as most of seed, he's not talking of the size of your faith, he's talking of the power that is contained in your faith. That is every seed has power to reproduce itself. So the faith of God is one that reproduces or produces or brings to be that which is not or that which have never been. Hallelujah. So today I just want to share with you on, on what I call the response of faith along this line. How do you respond when you have faith? How do you respond to situation? What does faith do for you? I Even mean, this God kind of faith, how does it work out? Second Kings chapter 4, verse 24. It's a story of the Shunammite woman, for instance. Right? Look at verse 24. First of all, 2 Kings chapter 4. The Bible then saddles an axe. Then she saddled an axe. Now, you know the story. Right? Yeah. Elisha was in the place. Spent the night as, as it were. And was about to leave. And discover through Gehazi that the woman have no child. And that is very important for you to understand. Let me just touch that. It's so critical for you to understand that you're walking with anybody, you're following any man, and you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. There are things that you ought to see that even your leader may not see. God is no respecter of person. So even that which is called prophecy, God can cause you to receive prophecies. And that's why the Bible says, when you come to church, and this one prophesying that for having some let everything be done in orderliness. By implication, we all can prophesy. But what I'm trying to point out is it it was not the prophet that saw that this woman had no child, it was the servant that saw that. I don't know if you are getting this. Yeah, you must grow as one following somebody or someone in the church to be able to see certain things that even the pastor doesn't see. God is no respecter of anyone. He can reveal things that even the pastor doesn't see. Is that okay? Right. So here we know that Elijah finally said, okay, this time next year you're going to have your child. Is that okay? And then the child was born. And so along the line, the child died, and then this woman was now going to meet the prophet. So let's read the story from there. That's the background. You know the story. Is that okay? So, verse 24. Then she saddled an axe and said to to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not that riding for me, except I be thee. And then I'll go with speed. And don't stop, don't hold the brake, except I ask you to do so. Where was she going to? She was going to meet Elisha. The child died. Is that okay? Right. Now, verse 25. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Camel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with her husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, it is well. Faith is now beginning to speak. But there's something here again you need to understand. Like part of what I was trying to say. Here was a the prophet have no clue that a child is dead. So whoever tells you the prophet sees everything, is a lie. Is that okay? Don't you ever think that the prophet must see everything? It's not true. The Romans 29, 29 tells us the secret thing belongs to God, but that which I reveal to us will work with our children. God doesn't reveal everything. So some, those of you who always go to the prophet look for what you want, I'm sorry, sometimes the things that the prophet tells you are the things that are in your heart. They are called the idols of the heart, not the mind of God. Are you listening? So here is a prophet, he couldn't see exactly what was going on? And Elisha went there and he said, Ask the question, Gehazi. And he said, Is everything well with you? Everything is perfectly okay with me. Faith was speaking. I want to make you see something there. Now go to verse 16. Remember the verse 16. Go back to verse 16. he said, The Bible says, he said about this season, According to the time of life, That shall embrace the son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, that man of God do not lie unto the handmaid. Amen. Praise God. Right. So get a picture. There is a woman that was promised a seed. Is God promised you a seed? God promised you something? God giving you a miracle? Amen. I and then something finally happened to that particular miracle. What is going to be your response to it? That's the question. Have you have any promise in your life? Does the promise look like it's dying out? Is anything happening to that which you cherish so much? I mean, you've been waiting for something, all this while Finally, it didn't showed up, and then it looks like it's dying out. What will be your response to the situation? Here is a woman, who had, but I would say one child promised her by the prophet, and the child is dead. But there is something about this woman that I love, you never saw her countenance dropped. You never saw her sharing tears. She had faith that this man that made this promise will be able to bring back this child. That is where your faith works. If you believe God gave you a promise, God gave you a seed, no matter what is happening to that seed, have that conviction. The God who brought this to me, the God who gave me the success, the God who gave me the business I'm doing, the same God is going to sustain it. Don't lay your countenance fall because something is going wrong with the promises of God upon your life. No. Have faith and God's kind of faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Remember God saw darkness upon the face of the earth. That is not discourage God from producing what was supposed to be. The Bible says the whole of the face of the earth, Genesis 2, was full of darkness. How many of you remember that? Dark and wood upon the face of the deep. That is not discouraged, God. In the midst of the darkness, he said, let there be light. Light came out out of the midst of darkness. Have God's kind of faith. So in every situation that seems not to be working, what are you supposed to do? Speak light into it. God's kind of faith. This woman saw the child is dead. Everybody, ordinarily, she will be calling for a Sympathy congregation People come sympathize with her People should have been coming crying around I mean wailing whatever I mean but now here is this woman The faith, the countenance never dropped She never lost faith in God She just simply believed one thing It was God that promised me this seed And the person that God used is still alive I'm going back to that God To that individual My child is not dying this is my seed from God. This is a promise from God. This child will come back to life. I know what to do. I'm going by speed that nobody can alter. And he told his servant, "Never stop riding, except I ask you to do so." Hallelujah! I say Hallelujah! But the time she got to the prophet, guess what? Is a child okay? Very well. Is the husband okay? Very well. What about you? Very well. She was not going to recount failures. She was not going to recount disappointment. No. Faith will not recognize any of those things. Are you with me? Praise God. Faith sees what other doesn't see. Look at verse 8. Mm-hmm. Second chapter 4 verse number 8. And it fell on a certain day that Elisha passed through Shunem when was a great woman and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by <laughs> he turned in out to eat bread. And this day he fell on a, on a day. There was a day that she constrained him any time it's passing through. Verse 11, I mean verse 9. And she said unto her, Husband, behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. And let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick, and it shall be when he comes to us that he shall turn in thither. Amen. You know what? The gift of this woman began to speak. It is what she saw in that man that enabled her to say, let's prepare a place for this woman. You know the word, from the one her faith was speaking. She was not even intending to do that because of the child she was looking for. The thought of a child was not there. What am I trying to make you understand? When you have faith, you do things that are impossible. And God himself will begin to do impossible for you. This woman saw it like, how did she get to know that he's a man of God? Some of you don't see. No, you don't see. How how did she know this is a man of God? The husband didn't know. Women, there is something you need to understand. Sometimes you attract God to your family by the things you do, by the things you ask your husband to do. I don't know if you are following this. I perceive the man never did that, the woman did and say so I perceive that he's a man of God let's prepare a place it's not enough to recognize grace <laughs> there's a response you have to have towards grace I don't know if you're getting this yeah he that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet you have received the reward of a prophet doesn't mean you have to become a prophet but your needs can be met that becomes the reward of the prophet that you get recognize grace and walk towards grace and do what you're supposed to do towards grace don't shut your bowels of grace, mercy towards those that carry grace that God has opened their heart to you to see that this must be a man of God. Open your hearts, open your house, open your resources. You'll be attracting God. The things you don't pray for are the things you are going to get. The things you don't ask for are the things that God will bring your way. Why? Because you see something in the life of his servants. Hallelujah. Not just the servant alone. Everyone that carries grace. There's a need for you to respond to them. Are you listening to me? Right. So here was a woman who saw what nobody else could see. And this is the eyes of faith that I'm trying to say. How many of you understand that? God could see in the midst of darkness that there's light. This woman could see this man carries grace. She had God's kind of faith and that's the way God intends you to walk I'm talking of the response to faith how do you respond when we talk about faith now look at this Hebrew chapter 11 verse number four similar thing Hebrew 11 verse number four by faith Abel offered unto God a more I want you to notice this a more excellent sacrifice than Christ I mean than, than Cain but which you obtain witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift. And by it, being dead, he will Speak it. I want to show you something here. A more excellent sacrifice. That is what Abel offered. What is the more excellent sacrifice in the true sense? You see, Cain was a humble man, that is for the farmer. He brought what is called the mincha which is actually the sacrifices that were meant, if you wait for the bond of rain, as the case may be. And also, because it's like these sacrifices were the things that were already instructed to them. There was an altar of the family, if you quote. So they were bringing sacrifices there. So the mincher was brought. And guess what? Abel also brought the mincha, but in addition to that, he brought an animal. You know what Abel did here? why it's called faith, he saw the sacrifice of Jesus. So, he brought the animal to offer for his sins. He saw what Cain could not see. That's why it's called both kind of faith. I don't know if you're getting this. He brought the normal sacrifices but he offered an animal in addition. And that was what? The Bible tells us that Christ was slain before the foundation of the world. So he saw ahead of his age to do exactly what God intends to do. An animal sacrifice for the perpetuation of what of our sins. He offered that. That's why he brought more excellent. What am I trying to say? God's kind of faith sees beyond what others see. The woman saw what the man could not see. Cain saw, I mean, Abel saw what Cain could not see. That's God's kind of faith. What faith are you operating in? What do you see? Anytime you look around you and you see failure, you don't have this kind of faith. Anything you lack in situations, you can't see what tomorrow is coming, bringing forth, you don't have God's kind of faith. But God's faith is such that He wants you to transcend your moment, no matter how it is, and see that there is something glorious that is coming. You got to see ahead of your time. Praise the living God. No matter the situation you find yourself, Faith says there is life. No matter the situation, how gloomy it is, faith says there is light. Are you following what I'm saying here? God wants you to stay by faith. And the Bible tells you that you assess the glory, the seed that is going to come forth unto you, by what? By faith. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So this is why the faith, I mean the sacrifice of Abel was accepted. Why? Why? Because he portrayed the death of who? Of Jesus Christ. Blood was contained in it. Sacrifice was made there. He was saying, I am a sinner that needs cleansing. I am a sinner that needs. So it's not just about his sacrifices. It's about who he was. Who he knew he was. Who he understood mankind to be. And what God intends to do. In other words, he was offering Jesus. Hallelujah. Read it from Hebrew translation. There's something I need to show you. Hebrew translation. I mean, message translation, Hebrew 11 verse 4. Message translation. By an act of faith, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. I've to describe to you what makes it better. It was that, it was what he believed, not what he brought that made the difference. It was what he believed. Oh, glory. I don't know if you're getting this. It was what he believed. So, get the woman. What the woman believed, this must be a man of God. And then, she went to offer provision for the man of God. She believed something. And she acted on what she believed. Oh, glory. Are you there with me? Why? Abel also believed something. So, it's not what he offered. It is what he believed that matters. That's where faith lies. So faith is your believing. Faith is your conviction. Faith is your persuasion. To do things that ordinarily really man cannot do. What people don't see, you see. What people cannot get engaged in, you get engaged in. And people be wondering sometimes, why are you doing what you're doing? You see with the eyes of faith, the kind of the faith of God to do what you're doing. Praise God somebody. Those who sin they don't mind the sacrifices that they're making. You got to understand that. The woman went beyond the natural to do what she did. Abel went beyond the natural to do what he did. Are you getting that? Yes. That is faith talking. Faith shows you something in the future that other people have never seen. Your response to those things is your response of faith. By implication, when you see things and you design things, don't hold on. Even if people are not engaged in it, engage in it. Amen? I said amen. amen. Hallelujah. I used to think about Joseph Arimathea most times. And I mentioned that to you some time ago. What, what will you want to do with a dead corpse? She went to Pilate and said, give me his body. Hallelujah. Are you done with me? But the Bible says he was such a righteous man. Was such I mean, I mean the wealthy man and the counselor. He got wet, whatever the case may be. But the Bible says he was waiting for the kingdom of God. So what happened? He invested because he saw the kingdom ahead of other people. The investment he made was to donate his own tomb. To a dead corpse But he wasn't donating to a dead corpse He was donating to the body of Christ And because he did that His name came into the book Faith, Are you getting that? What do you need a dead corpse for? He wasn't seeing a dead corpse He was seeing the body of Christ He was seeing Because remember None of his bones were broken And what that means Talking about the church That's why we are knitted together Praise God somebody. He saw the church that other people could not see. He saw the kingdom that others could not see. And he tied the kingdom to the body hanging on the cross. Give me the dead corpse. And then he took him and buried him right in his own grave that he had prepared for himself. The most expensive thing, the most cherished thing for a Jewish man is to be buried comfortably. Rich people prepare their grave before they die. And when they bury them, they put their head to the west, and their feet to the east. Why? Because the sun comes from the rising sun. And I believe that God comes from the eastern gate to the temple. So when you rise resurrection, you face your God. So when they bury people, their head is to the west, and their leg is to the east. Hallelujah. Praise God, somebody. So Joseph saw ahead of time, and he gave out what? His tomb. What can you give out? by faith because you are not seeing that's why you can give you can make sacrifices you can offer anything because you are not seeing anything you don't even see any glory in what you are supposed to be doing you don't even see any prize that is coming to you In quote, because of what the church is you have no clue about that so faith can't walk no response to faith why? because you are not seeing anything do you really see anything in the church? I mean, think about it. What is all this saying about church? Do you see anything? <laughs> Praise God. Are uh, you see that with me? And the Bible said, because of this faith of Abel, his faith is still being spoken of even up to this hour. Amen. All right. So look at verse number two there. Okay, if you read on. That's what, notice, and that's what God noticed and approved as righteous. After all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice. Verse 2 says. Faith looks at situation through God's eyes. Praise God. Not the limited eyes of our understanding. No, no, no. It looks at situation through God's eyes. Faith looks at situation through God's eyes. Write them down. I'm trying to give you some point. Is that okay? Praise God. So the woman saw. With God's eyes, Abel saw with God's eyes that there's going to be a sacrifice of his son. Faith looks at situation through God's eyes. Praise God, somebody. Are you there with me? Not the limited eyes of your understanding. If you're walking at a natural level, you can have the God's kind of faith. If you're operating with your natural way of thinking, you can have this kind of faith. That's what I'm trying to make you understand. So the natural eyes, they are limited to the operation of God's kind of faith. Most times why we're not making progress in life. Most times why we're not moving the way we're supposed to move. Most times why things are not coming to us the way they're supposed to come to us. Because we don't have God's kind of faith. Praise God. Are you listening to me? Let me give you this simple illustration as well. Because one of the things that causes you to see beyond is how God communicates to your spirit. I gave you this story here some time ago. You know, I do broadcast after this message, about 1,500 people are going to receive it through my broadcast. That's WhatsApp broadcast, with names are there. I send this in all by yourself. What I mean is, not because anybody's paying me, but a time came when there was a suggestion and I said, this thing should be placed on the website. So that at least let people pay. Said, because most times when people receive things freely, they don't have the value for it. So let's put value on this. And so we said, okay, put it on the website. Whoever we needs to get the message, let them pay to get the message. Down this was with my son, and then I went into the room. And I told my wife, that's what the Lord is speaking to me. And I was at in 2019 or thereabouts. Yes. And I said, this is what I just discussed with my son. And okay, yeah, we are going to pull this in. People receive this thing. They don't pay nothing for it. They don't give anything to it. So, okay, let's go this way. I went into the shower. I was my towel and needed to have my shower. And the Lord spoke to me. Now that you want to shut this down so that people can pay you, what else you have to offer the world? What else you have to offer anybody? Paul said, I poured out myself. Hallelujah. So now that you want people to pay for it, what else you have as a human being to offer the world? I came out of the bathroom and my wife, said, we can do this. The Lord will not allow us to do that. So we leave it the way it is. And guess what? The next week after that, somebody called me all the way from Asian region and said, man, your message is blessing me so much. Can I have your account, please? Guess what? My account? No, no, we don't need to dream about that. Instantly, before I finish speaking, the account landed. And what happened? In return, 100,000 came into my account. Then I asked my wife, how many cassette are we going to sell to get the 100,000 in a moment? I don't know if I are getting this. Eyes of faith will bring to you what you never bargained for. Last week, somebody in Italy sent me a message and said, I can see that you are about to have your belt this year. Your message has been blessing me so much. Can I have your account? No debate. It's Was What's the next thing? 100,000 landed in my account. The tapes I've been selling for maybe how much? 100 or 200 or whatever. How many of them are you going to put together to be able to get that? But how many people have been blessed across the nation by reason of the messages that are going to them? The eyes of faith will make you make sacrifices, and the reward that comes to you is not something you can quantify. Are you listening to me? I was speaking to somebody a few days ago. An invitation I have. To come to the US to speak next year. And the person said, for every break you have, by implication, if I have to minister on the weekend, and from Monday to next weekend, might be free. Anytime you are free, four days in the week, for if it's a month or two months, your hotel is ready for you. Anytime you are free, fly in here and pay for that hotel. You stay in there free of charge. Because the message is having an impact in their life. And they place value. Are you the what I'm talking about? Praise the living God. you got to make sacrifices if you have the eyes of faith. The reward is something you can't quantify. That's what I'm saying. Faith, which is the asset for you to come into the place of glory, is something that natural eyes will not want to listen to. Your natural understanding we want to say, "This is too much of sacrifice. This is too much of expenses." Let me just move because I need to end up. Number three, the woman did not panic. Faith will not panic in bad situations. The woman did not panic for she knew something more than the current season or second sense. She never panicked. Faith will not panic when things are going wrong. Hallelujah. The country is rough state, The economy is bad. But are you a child of faith? Are you a child of the kingdom? You can't panic. She never panics. She went straight to the man of God. Is it well with your husband? Perfectly well. Is it well with you? So good. What about the child? No problem. Hallelujah. The eyes of faith, which is God's kind of faith, never panics. In any bad situation, what do you see around you? What do you see in your family? What is the situation surrounding your home right now? Are you panicking? Then you don't have the kind of faith I'm talking about. The woman never panicked. Are you listening to me? She was strong in faith, like Abraham. Hallelujah. Number four, faith sees any ugly situation to be the time for the manifestation. Of his power and glory. Faith will see any ugly situation to be the time for the manifestation of God's power and glory. So here was this woman. Yeah, the situation was ugly, the child was dead, but faith says this is when God wants to show up. It is only on bad situation that God's miracles manifest. It's in bad circumstances that the power of God has been manifest. Your faith must struck the power of God in bad situations. Are you hearing me? Praise God. So instead of complaining, instead of speaking to everybody, instead of calling sympathy party, you know what I mean? <laughs> Before anything happens, your phone is ringing, telling people how bad the situation is. You want them to sympathize with you. So I call it sympathy party. You're organizing a party for sympathy. Are you there with me? That is not going to solve your problem. Instead of organizing a sympathy party, go to God. Faith will speak. The things you're looking for, the miracles you're looking for, they'll begin to show up. Don't organize a sympathy party. It's not necessary. Because the strength of man is still man. It's not going to do anything for you. In bad situations, what you need is a miracle. And what you need is a miracle? You need faith to attract the miracle. You can't get anything outside of faith. Are you listening to me? That's why it's called access by faith. Praise God. Am I helping anybody? This God's kind of faith, and it's so important to understand this. So, what is the situation around you? How ugly is your condition? No, you can lose faith. You got to operate the right kind of faith. Your miracle is already on the way. I see your miracle is already on the way. Hallelujah. Number five. Faith does not paint pictures of ugly situations. Very close to what I've just said. You don't go announcing to people how bad things are in your home, in your business, or whatever. No. Because you always see that whatever is going on right now, a change is coming. You always have to believe that because the situation is so bad, God is about to show up. Think about the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The red sea shut them off, they can't move in, they can't move out. The Egyptians were behind them. Hope was lost, but that was when God showed up. As a matter of fact, I remember, Moses was crying. Are you hearing me? Moses was trying to go and God said, Hey, come on, get up from there. Why are you crying to me? Wash your hands, say, Rod, stretch forth your rod, and let the people pass on. No, you have faith. That can open the wilderness. That can open the red sea. That can bring down mountains. That can bring down structures. The faith kind of God. Or God's kind of faith. You have it. You don't need to be inviting people for sympathy party. You don't need to be putting people together to sympathize with you. To cry with you. No, 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 no. To sorrow with you. No, you don't need all that. Amen. Praise the living God. You're going to operate by faith. See this woman? The child is dead. Confirmed dead. But she was not going to cry. She was not going to shout because the child is dead. No. She was going to act. Praise the living God. If you see a bad situation in the hospital, what is normally the disposition of the doctors? They don't necessarily join you to cry because the child is dying. The doctors want to do something to bring back the child. They have faith in their experiences. They have faith in what they can do. Is anybody gonna know what I'm talking about? They are not going to join it or cry. No, tell the doctor my husband is dying. The doctor is not going to join it or cry. The doctor is going to start doing something to get man, I mean the child, the man out. Am I correct? Those with understanding of faith will not cry when others are crying. Those with understanding of faith will not be in sorrow when others are in sorrow. Those with the understanding of faith will not see darkness. Women are see darkness. They see light in the midst of darkness. They see life in the midst of death situation. Come on, somebody. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying here? Abraham will not consider his body dead, even though he was a hundred years old. He could still believe. That God who spoke will bring life to this body. For it is the spirit of Christ that dwells in you. I mean, raising from the dead dwells in you. He shall give life to your mortal body. And the word of God that gives to you is the spirit of Christ. That can bring revival to every aspect of your being. Praise God somebody. Look at the case of Peter. The psalm was there. They were about to die. or well, the kids may be crossing the sea. And they hear what Jesus walking. And he thought it was a ghost. And the next he said, come. It doesn't require anything else. That word come, gave him power to float on water. That word come, gave him the energy to walk on the water. I mean, if Peter was such a coward, I think there's a miracle he performed. That no other disciple performed. He walked on water. And he was the only one that walked on water. How did that happen? He heard the voice of Jesus say, come. If you can hear the voice, no matter the storm in your life, you're going to walk on top of it. Hallelujah! No matter the situation, no matter the, how terrible the situation is, if you can hear the voice, you're going to walk upon it. I am saying, even if there's a mountain before you, if you can hear the voice, the mountain shall be made low. If there's a valley before you, if you can hear the voice, the valley shall be filled up. Man, you are going to walk on the plain ground. Faith will not consider ugly situations. Faith, we not consider death situation. Any death situation is an opportunity for God to spring forth a miracle. Praise God somebody. So I say life coming back to you. I say life coming back to you. I say life coming to you. I say God visiting you. Things are changing. I say things are changing. Your thinking is not going to stop this. The power of God is at work right now in your life. He's changing that situation. He's bringing life to that situation. Oh, Santarica. Begin to talk to the Father. I am saying, the power of God is bringing life to the ugly situation. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to the Father. Begin to talk to the Father. No, no, no. How ugly is your situation? Now you expect a miracle. (laughs) Expecting a miracle. A miracle is about to happen in that ugly situation. And speak for the word of God, the word of life right now into that ugly situation. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.